Good afternoon. This is Elizabeth Smith-McCrossan, here to provide you with my weekly constituency MLA update. Today is Monday, April the 5th, Easter Monday. My mission as MLA for Cumberland North continues to be focusing on serving the people, building unity and trust, influencing legislation and public policy for the greater good, educating and building capacity, promoting our people and our area, and focusing on building a world-class healthcare system and improving our population health because I believe, and many believe, that is completely attainable here in Nova Scotia and throughout all of Canada. Last week in politics was a busy week in politics, both here in Cumberland North, in the constituency office, as well as in the Nova Scotia legislature. In our constituency office, we received a lot of calls last week pertaining to the COVID-19 vaccine, the rollout plan, lack of access to appointments, and inability to get through on the phone line. We also received a lot of calls and emails regarding, again, the Nova Scotia border problems, restrictions due to COVID-19, people with no access to family doctors, or people with no access to mental health specialists, psychiatrists. Also had a lot of uh, communication around the Biodiversity Act. It was another week that caused much grief at the Nova Scotia border, and really, it just every day, it is a focus here at the constituency office. Um, People are very frustrated. I have a situation right now, for example, where someone is being told they, they can't even go to their own child's funeral, their own adult's funeral, only 40 minutes away. So I'll be working with that family to help them uh, to get there. Uh, And also I have several business people who are having difficulty crossing into New Brunswick to to do business as well. You know, on the weekend, I spoke with friends who live in Halifax, Dartmouth area, and they, they just said they had no idea. They had no idea because for them, In the city, life is pretty much normal. There's no real restrictions due to COVID-19. Our numbers are low. And even though our numbers are not only low, uh, COVID does not exist in Cumberland County right now. We have no active cases. The people living in our border community continue to be uh, restricted from seeing family and loved ones. I have many adults who would normally be crossing daily or at least weekly to help take care of their elderly parents and they're not able to do so. So it's the, I find the frustration is really mounting, especially the last couple of weeks. And I don't know if it's, if it's because spring is coming. I don't know if it's because our numbers are low and people are frustrated um, with the restrictions, but regardless, it is, does continue to be a, a major uh, problem here in our border community. And I will continue to advocate for people that contact me, people that need help with the Nova Scotia Brunswick restrictions. So if you're having difficulties, I will always do my best to serve you and to work with our neighbors in New Brunswick to make sure that people are being try to make sure people are being treated fairly and equitably. If you need help with anything, please call my office at 902-661-2288. Last week, the legislature was a busy hopping place. We not only worked on our bills, but of course we are in what's called 
budget estimates. And that is a time where we scrutinize and, and really examine the provincial budget closely. It's 40 hours of examination between opposition parties and the different uh, ministers responsible for each department. And there's a total of 40 hours. So we do about four hours each day after the normal legislative session. Our progressive conservative parties tabled many pieces of legislation so far in this session. And if you're interested in seeing what those bills are that we've tabled, if you go to the internet and Google Nova Scotia legislature and look up bills, you can actually see all of the bills tabled so far this session. You can also um, look specifically for certain party bills. So you can pick specifically the bills tabled by the Progressive uh, Conservative Party as well. So we're focusing a great deal on the need to improve access to healthcare services, focusing on reducing wait times for surgeries, such as knee replacements, hip replacements, as well as we're, we're tabling legislation to increase the number of long-term care beds throughout the province, and also focusing on improving access to mental health services, as well as many other great pieces of legislation. Last Monday uh, in the legislature was a Marathon Law Amendments Committee session from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. And we mainly heard presentations regarding the Biodiversity Act. And although the presentations were fairly balanced as far as how many were for and how many were against, we also received well over 160 written submissions of which about 90% were against the bill. Many of the people here in Cumberland North that contacted me that supported the bill, I, I asked them if they had actually read it, and all but one had said no. And I did ask them to take the time to, to take a look at the bill because you, can't, you couldn't just go by what the title of the bill said. You know, the title of the bill was about biodiversity and protecting the earth, which I support completely, wholeheartedly. But inside the bill was a whole other... Uh, issue where it actually gave government the ability to go onto any private land, declare a biodiversity emergency order, and find private landowners uh, $500,000. That's half a million dollars. The Liberals uh, did make significant changes to the bill after many in their own Liberal caucus refused to support it. So the bill has been watered down quite significantly, but if you read it very closely, which we're responsible to do as legislators, it still does give the ability for the provincial government to intrude on private land. So we did put forth some amendments that would make this bill applicable only to Crown land. However, the Liberals did not support our amendments on Thursday. It's interesting during Law Amendments Committee, of which uh, I'm one of the representatives for our progressive uh, conservative party. I did ask one of the presenters that supported the bill if she thought the government had done a good job managing crown land for the province. And immediately, without hesitation, the presenter said, no, absolutely not. So I did did ask her not to, not to be difficult, but just to ask the question, if you don't think the provincial government has done a good job managing crown land, I don't understand why you would support a bill that actually then also gives the provincial government the power to take over private land. We did hear from many incredible presenters last Monday, and certainly after hearing all the presenters and reading all the written submissions, I believe the provincial government needs to take a 
educational approach to biodiversity, a collaborative approach. And I reminded uh, everyone in the legislature on Thursday when we went to Committee of the Whole, uh, I talked about, and so did our, our leader, we talked about EGSPA, the Environmental and Sustainable um, Goals Bill that the Progressive Conservative Party had put forth several years ago. And it was really a significant piece of legislation that our party led, not only here in Nova Scotia, but actually led the entire country on a really progressive environmental bill. That bill is something that that our organization, our party, is certainly very proud of. It also showed what can be done when MLAs collaborate for what is the greater good, for what is what is best for for all the people in our province. So, I'm encouraging a collaborative approach, an educational approach, biodiversity, and taking care of our earth and the environment is something that's too important to make it political and make it divisive in our province of Nova Scotia. So that was a huge focus of last week in the legislature, but we did also work on other pieces of legislation as well and and also did our budget estimates. On Thursday, I did have an opportunity to ask the Minister of Health about recruitment of psychiatrists to improve uh, mental health treatment, diagnosis and treatment here in Cumberland North and throughout Nova Scotia as well, and hoping that that will make an impact on their future planning. On the weekend, I responded to emails and messages, mainly about the COVID-19 vaccine. I had several messages on Saturday, people very upset and frustrated. Actually, it was Friday, Good Friday. Uh, people very upset because there was had been no more appointments that they could book for the Amherst Clinic. And uh, right away, we were able to get some appointments opened up quickly. And I share that with you because if you call, if you're in Cumberland North and if you call and, and are told that you have to go to Truro or Halifax to, to get your COVID-19 vaccine, please let me know and I can reach out to Dr. Strang's office and request more appointments for here in Cumberland North. This week in politics, uh, of course, today is Easter Monday and I'm preparing today for the legislature this week for the session. And again, we will be in the legislative session Tuesday through Friday of this week. We'll continue to debate bills before the legislature and examine the provincial budget through budget estimates. The pandemic in many parts of the world and even throughout Canada, we are seeing what many are calling a third wave of the COVID-19 pandemic. The COVID-19 virus seems to be mutating which mutation means change. And these uh, variants, these new versions of the COVID-19 virus do seem to be more contagious and meaning that it transmits from one person to another more easily. So we do need to continue to be diligent. We're not through the woods yet. Uh, Continue to wear your masks in public. Continue to, to wash your hands with soap and water and when soap and water are not available to use hand sanitizer. You know, whenever I go into a public place, it's encouraged, everyone is encouraged to, you know, wash your hands or use hand sanitizer as you're entering. And then of course, if you touch anything that anyone else has touched, ideally you hand sanitize before your own hands would touch your, your mouth, your nose, or your eyes, because that is where 
the COVID-19 virus enters the body through the nose, mouth, or eyes. So you want to avoid touching your face uh, with your hands and you want to try to keep your hands as clean as possible. And then of course, uh, the uh, researchers, the scientists also continue to encourage physical distancing when out in public spaces and keep your family bubble uh, limited. Here in Nova Scotia, the public health rules, and many of you probably know this because you would have had people over for Easter dinner maybe, the the rules right now in Nova Scotia are you can have 10 people into your bubble or into your home in addition to your own family. And uh, continue to protect yourselves, continue to protect your family. And of course, the goal here in Nova Scotia and throughout the world is to get people vaccinated as quickly as possible so that we can create what's called herd immunity, which depending on which which information you read, some people say it's 70% of the population is vaccinated. Other people say it's up to 80%. But so the goal is to get people vaccinated as quickly as possible. And, you know, politically, we have been putting pressure on the Liberal government because unfortunately here in Nova Scotia, we do for some reason seem to be the slowest at getting the vaccines into the arms of people. But uh, we do have incredible people working for us in public health. And I know that they are working hard, but we do need to we do need to get the vaccine into people as quickly as possible. You can see the whole vaccine plan for Nova Scotia if you go to Nova Scotia coronavirus vaccine. There's an immunization plan there you can look at. Right now, as of today, on Monday, the vaccine rollout plan is uh, anyone 70 years of age and older is eligible for the Pfizer or the Moderna vaccine. And starting tomorrow, anyone that is 55 years of age to 64 will be uh, able to get the AstraZeneca vaccine. And to book your vaccine, you can go online, again, to Nova Scotia Coronavirus, book your vaccine appointment. Or if you're unable to book online, you can call the phone number, which is 1-833-797-7772. Again, 1-833-797-7772. And it is open 7 a.m. to 10 p.m., seven days a week. Uh, For sure, people that are contacting me are finding it much easier to book online. If you have a computer and if you have access to that, that is what I would recommend. There should always be appointments available in the Amherst clinics. And again, if if you do try to book your appointment and there are no appointments left in Amherst, let me know and we can try to get that fixed right away. Uh, This week, there are clinics available through the provincial government at the Amherst Center Mall, as well as the Amherst Pharmasave. The staff there are are giving, I believe, it's the AstraZeneca vaccine. And then on Saturday, we do have some of the physicians of which whom I'm going to have an opportunity to work with and help administer the vaccine. Uh, I still am a registered nurse and have my license and I'm looking forward to doing that this Saturday here in Amherst as well. In Nova Scotia, we have 34 active cases of COVID-19 cases with seven new cases were located yesterday. They do all seem to be in the central, western, or eastern regions. There continues to be no active cases of COVID-19 here in the Cumberland area. 
New Brunswick has up to 162 active cases of COVID-19, with 11 new cases being diagnosed yesterday. The majority of the cases, though, are in Zone 4, which is in the Edmonston area. That is the area that borders Quebec. The zone is in, in what's called the red zone, which means people in that area are being asked not to leave the area, nor should anyone else travel into the area unless it's absolutely essential. So hopefully we will see with these restrictions, hopefully we will see the COVID numbers go down uh, quite significant this week in the, in the northern New Brunswick area. Like to send out birthday and anniversary greetings to anyone who's celebrating this week, including today on April the 5th, we have Mac Davis and Jeff Casey celebrating birthdays. Tomorrow on Tuesday, we have Bonnie Cole Bonnie or Bonnie Smith, as, as well as Stephen Bellier celebrating. On Wednesday the 7th, we have Drew Polaghetto and Patricia Knoll. Patricia is, is one of my neighbors, beautiful woman. On Thursday, we have Robert O'Connell as well as Sean Chevery, one of our esteemed businessmen and pharmacists here in Amherst. On Friday, Angus Cameron, one of the Cameron brothers in Port Howe celebrating a birthday, as well as Jacob Newfeld. And on Saturday, we have Byron Carter and Amy McGraw celebrating. And anyone else celebrating a birthday or anniversary this week, uh, please accept my best wishes. I'd like to send out my sympathies to anyone who has lost a loved one at this time. And specifically, I'd like to mention the family and friends of Reginald Vaughn Hicks, Rose Ann Cameron, Donald James Brown, Gary Allen Norton, Helen Frances Benjamin, as well as Leslie James Sullivan. And anyone else who has lost a loved one at this time, please accept my condolences. As I end today's message, I'd like to thank Mr. Ron Bickle, as well as CFTA 107.9 for providing me with this opportunity to share with you my weekly constituency MLA update. And as I end the message today, I want to send out um, gratitude to our community who blew me away on the weekend with their support for uh, both Dwayne Ripley as well as Karen McKinnon, who owns uh, businesses inside Dale's Grand Market. And I had done a short video last week, just really encouraging everyone that could to go and support these business owners on the weekend. And uh, let me just say, you did not disappoint. It was incredible, incredible, the support and the number of people that came out to, to support them both on Thursday as well as on Saturday. And for those of you that, that aren't aware, these uh, small business owners experienced a significant robbery in their businesses a couple of weeks ago where um, thousands, uh, thousands and thousands of dollars worth of merchandise was stolen. And, you know, police are actively investigating the robbery and I believe may even have some people uh, in custody for, for the robbery. But in the meantime, we have two small business owners that worked tirelessly who, um, you know, are finding it, finding it very difficult financially. So thank you to all that come out and support them. I do know there's some in our community, including Jennifer Rose, who have also started an online auction to try and get some financial support for them as well. So let's continue to support 
Dwayne Ripley and Karen McKinnon, um, their Curly Sports and Supplements. And, and Dwayne actually has started a new business. And one of my sons, uh, Thomas McCrossan, has been uh, helping Dwayne. It's a new candy shop in Dale's Grand Market. It's called, I believe it's called the Balcony Candy Shop. So check that out if you haven't, uh, if you haven't done so already. And of course, Karen McKinnon owns Maritime Mosaic in Dale's Grand Market. So let's continue to support our small business owners throughout all of Cumberland North. Um, our small business owners is what's, it's the backbone. It's the foundation of our economy. And right now, I mean, really the last year has been incredibly challenging for so many people, but especially our small business owners. So let's all do what we can and know that every dollar matters. Every dollar that we spend as consumers, uh, the profit goes somewhere. Let's make sure that as much profit as possible stays right here in our own community of Cumberland North. Take care of yourself and take care of others and have a great week.